me Broke up with her just to make a leave Wipe my forehead with my sleeve Then I heat up the gravy Time to baste the meat Now, now, now I got the turkey up in my sheets Like dirty Baby you're a special kind of birdie Got me feeling hot and so unworthy I want more than a recommended serving Of that bird G-I-R-T-Y Alright, cut the show, dude. Let's <laughs> let's run it back, dude. Get the shit out of here, dude. What is going on right now? I was not made aware of that choice right now. What the fuck was that? It's a the Dirty Bird song for Thanksgiving. Oh my god. <laughs> Alright, guys, what is going on? Welcome to another episode of the Real Nostalgia Podcast. Coming to you live and direct from another planet for an inaugural Thanksgiving episode. Uh so this week. <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> We're going to have gobbles? <laughs> he set up the soundboard. Wow. <laughs> I was not expecting that either. All right. So this week we're going to be talking uh, Thanksgiving, guys. Uh, we spent a couple of Thanksgivings at the movie theaters. And so we're kind of going to do like a Thanksgiving themed, Thanksgiving themed episode. Uh, forgive me if I'm slurring my words already. Uh, yeah, a little too much already. A little too much sauce. Uh, got a little too much sass, if you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, I hope you guys uh, are ready for a Thanksgiving episode. Uh, Ruben, how you been, bro? Pretty good, man. I'm pretty tired right now. Uh, dude, last night sucked. Actually, this morning, like my power, right. my power went out, and like we have like, for the whole street or just you guys. I have no idea, but like it, oh. it, it came. So it went out like at five in the morning, and then we have like the Philips Hughes lights, and then like we have like. The um, the little hatch thing for for Penny's room, so like it, it's like a sound machine, yeah. and uh, when the power came on, like everything just kicked on, like all the lights really turned out, all the lights turned on, her sound machine kicked on, the Alexa started ringing, and it was just like, like it's crazy. So yeah. I, after that, I wasn't able to go back to sleep. So I've been up. Since. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you work today? No, no. Oh, what the fuck are you complaining about, dude? <laughs> Well, I do. It's like five in the morning. Woke I have up. No re- I have no remorse for you, my brethren. I have no remorse. <laughs> then I got to take care of a little baby. Well, I mean, that that's an obvious, but you didn't say that. You were just like, you're bummed. I mean, if she woke you up and kept you up all day, that sucks. But you're like, yeah, the power went out. And uh, yeah, I woke up. And it's like, bro, you're off. What are you talking about? Well, but the thing is, I can't take a nap because the baby, you know what I mean? <laughs> the, 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 I can't force the baby to, to sleep, you know? I can't put her in a chokehold to, to put her to sleep so I could take a nap. Rub a little tequila on the gum, bro. <laughs> Come on, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I can't with the gobble, bro. You need to chill with that shit. Do you have any other side effects? Uh, no, that's it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I, got the, I got the classic. Oh, that's the classic yeah. one you always have on there, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, how's your week been? Uh pretty good. Just uh putting up Christmas decorations. Already? Yeah, just like the stuff inside, nothing outside. What just, are you going to be doing for uh Thanksgiving? Are you guys doing anything? Uh yeah, we're going to be making food, me and Mickey, and um we're going to go see her family and then we're going to go see my family for a bit. Just do like the outside yeah. social distancing thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'm just doing drive through at my parents' pad. Just no wave at them and drive off? <laughs> no, I think my, my mom, well, my mom, I don't think we're having dinner. Like, I don't think, because uh, nobody wants to, like, have dinner. Like, my sister's pregnant. You know, she's, like, yeah. fucking eight months pregnant. And then 
the other one she's a retardo so it's like i don't know if we're gonna have like anything yeah. i don't trust anybody so i just told i told my mom like i'm just picking up food for me me and my grandpa and that's it yeah and then i'm coming back home i'm not i like i'm okay with not eating dinner there yeah i think we're gonna make like a ham and ma- uh, mac and cheese or something and then just just i think i'm gonna, I think I'm gonna make my motherfucking banana my banana my famous banana cream pie with nilla wafers crust baby damn dude yeah, I think I'm I, going I to, gotta, I gotta do a drive by your house and, and for Thanksgiving. It seems like the right, like the appropriate time to do it. So fuck it. That sounds good, man. But yeah, yeah. But other than that, uh, I'm not, I'm not looking forward to the spike after fucking Thanksgiving. And then I honestly think we might shut down before that. I don't think so. I think it'll be after. I think we're gonna shut down just to like as a precaution. I think. Oh, you mean like the the Cal- the. The Gavin Newsom California shutdown type of thing, where he's just like no more restaurants and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah actually, dude, go straight black, like because um, they're already like. I got the update today that like, like spot it's uh, I something something. What did I get? Something about an update where we're like we're so uncontrolled that there's been like spot shuts down shutdowns in certain counties mm-hmm. where they're just like shutting down everything. So I don't know. I feel like as a precaution because shit's going up, and I don't think it's gonna get any better between now and Christmas. Uh, if I was Newsom, I'd just shut that shit down. Yeah, no, it's like, I think it's kind of hard to do that now because everybody's just like fed up with everything. Yeah, nobody's going to give a fuck. No, <laughs> I don't think so. So I don't, I don't think the shut, a shutdown will work really. I mean, unless it's like they enforce it pretty bad where they give tickets and stuff, but I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. That's how, yeah. that's how Italy did it. Italy was out there giving people tickets if they're out and stuff and not wearing masks. Yeah. Yeah. That's fucking wild. That's, that's what they need to do, brethren. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but as far as i know everybody's already going out everybody's planning their fucking thanksgiving dinners bro it's freaking wild bro yeah that's crazy man i still uh i'm not I, like i'm cool to go like before dinner and just say hi and stuff outside but like I don't, i'm not gonna yeah. be sitting at anybody's table you know like i don't get how people think that like it's like it's not permanent like why everybody acts like it's so permanent it's like dude just one year man yeah, <laughs> I know. One year without a Thanksgiving dinner, it's not that big a deal, you know. Yeah, I don't know. Just, just gotta crazy. make. I gotta, gotta start the... stocking up on fucking toilet paper and fucking water this week. All that shit's already out of stock everywhere, man. What's that? It's all that stuff is out of stock already everywhere. Really? Yeah, you're playing. No, I swear, dude. Like Mickey went to Target and like everything was gone. No paper towels, no toilet paper. So then she came home wow. and like, and we were running low, and we were kind of running low already. So she looked online yeah. and it's sold out like on Target's website, Walmart's website, like Costco, Sam's Clubs don't have any. Wow. That means tomorrow I'm a f- definitely after work. I got to run some errands. Shit. Yeah, <laughs> that scared me. I was good because today I was supposed to go to the market, but I kind of looked crowded when I passed by. So I was like, uh, I'll go tomorrow because usually the day before the ads or the day of the ads, people don't go to the market, you know, because they're waiting for the sales for Wednesday. Yeah. So fuck it. I'm going to go tomorrow. And I know a couple of places that have tp um but it's generic tp but it's like comparable to the tp i use you, you know what you gotta get dude you gotta get yourself a tushy <laughs> oh yeah i need to you i do need to. they work good man yeah i want to but i don't know if my grandpa would know how to use it <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't he doesn't have to use it he could just do normal and then yeah. you could use a tushy because it's like a little button or like a little dial on the side yeah <laughs> it'd be funny though dude when he sits there and he's like trying to see what the dial is and he turns it on and just shoots him in the asshole like, <laughs> I know it's better for you. I know it's like better for the environment, but yeah, yeah I got I got to look into it. 
But yeah, did you watch any uh, movies this week, brethren? I don't think so, dude. <laughs> Nothing? <laughs> no, I don't think so. No, I don't think anything. I, uh, did you watch anything notable, like like old movies or something? No, you could go ahead. You go first, and I'll think of what I watched. <laughs> oh, shit, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I watched a couple of good ones this week. Uh, I saw The Dark and the Wicked. I fucking saw oh, it. Oh, yeah, I've been uh, wanting to watch that. What's that? I've been wanting to watch that. I watched it. It's pretty fucking gnarly, dude. Do you recommend it? Uh, for horror fans, yeah, like I would recommend it for you. It's pretty good. It's okay. pretty creepy. <laughs> it's not as scary as I thought, though. I honestly think The Strangers is way more fucking scary. This is kind of like oh, a typical okay. horror movie in the sense that, like, uh, it's about uh the theme. The th- what I got from it, it's about like the dependency of like relationships, like relationships within your family, like how how much you can be uh, codependent to like certain relationships, because the story is basically like uh there's like a old couple on a farm and then they get like in they get like possessed by some like demon some dark demon and their daughter comes back home and like the husband's just like you don't need to go there but he's like the wife's like i need to that's like my family and when she goes there like shit starts happening and then yeah it's like you gotta leave but it's, i can't leave because that's my family and it's all this wild shit and it's like to the point where it's like toxic you know what i mean like you're staying there basically to like yeah yeah it's bad it's bad but yeah that it, it, it was okay um i wasn't like i was kind of let down to be honest with you i thought it was gonna be a way more scary because they've been hyping it up like this is the scariest movie of the year like oh, okay before yeah. this like months before people were like oh this is like this guy is the guy that made strangers and so like i can only imagine how fucking gnarly this movie's gonna be and when i saw it i was like i don't know i kind of like possessor way more and that's not even a true horror movie that's yeah. like, more of a genre movie but yeah uh i'd recommend her for you to watch it okay cool to see what you thought i don't know if you would like it or not but it's a good thanksgiving morning movie yeah definitely yeah all right cool watch it in the morning (laughs) (laughs) um i also saw the right stuff for the first time i never seen that fucking movie i've seen it in like parts but it's such a long movie it's like three hours and 15 minutes that i've never fucking watched it and it's like a classic like it's an all-time classic people always talk about it. It, it it's if you don't know what it is, it's basically the it's about the space race, like for the Americans to get into space first, like during the Sputnik era before the Russians and stuff like first man. Uh-huh. But it's the first it's the first 15 years and it's about the team of like astronauts to get into space. Oh, OK. Um, and like got a, fa- a bunch of famous, famous people in it. Uh, Sam Shepard, Dennis Quaid, Ed Harris, like when they're all young. It's from like the oh, that's cool. early Sounds 80s. Good. And I've never seen it. I've always like. I've always like seen parts of it and yeah, I've just, it's like been one of those things. It's like when I saw once upon a time in America, that's like a three and a half hour movie. And you're like, fuck, I want to see this, but Oh my God. Like, and the other day I watched it and I was like, man, this is pretty fucking good. And I guess they just made like a series on Nat Geo about it. It's supposed to be good. Like usually the series from Nat Geo aren't bad. They're like never, I've never been disappointed. Yeah. You know what I mean? To watch a series on national geographic. Mm. But yeah, it's pretty good uh i liked it a lot uh i could see why people enjoy it um but yeah i saw that i saw uh i saw this show on on hbo on hbo max it's called the cost of winning and it's like a docu it's a docuseries it's a four-part docuseries and it's about this high school in baltimore and it's like a feeder system for like all these like they're like five-star four-star recruits for all the colleges 
these were all these kids, but it's like an anomaly because it's like literally the high school is across the street from a fucking maximum security pri- prison. And like, it's in the middle of Baltimore, like in the hood, like, and it's, uh, yeah, it shouldn't just, it's like the oldest running, uh, black school in America. Like it was started in the 1800s by a freed slave to like teach young kids and it's been going and it's like, it's weird. It's like right in the middle of the fucking hood, but it's like edited fucking super well. Like, I would tell people to watch it because it shows you like how to edit with emotion. Uh huh. I'm not saying like it's like this like gnarly edits where it's like these super like crazy cuts and shit like that. It just they edit fucking very well to like music and like they know when to cut and when to like pull shit uh, to, that like resonates with you emotionally. So it's like really fucking good. I was blown away. And it's about like it's like Friday Night Lights. Like it's about this kids. It's about a kid's full year. Their uh, senior season at this Baltimore high school, but like the, the football in it is like maybe every episode, every episode I think is 30 minutes. And the football is like maybe five minutes of the whole episode. Like it's nothing like they just flash. And they're just like, Oh, they won. It's more oh, about okay. these kids and like where they're coming from, but yeah. it's just edited so fucking well. I was like very impressed by the fucking editing. And how many episodes are there? Only four. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. That's really a, good. Easy, easy watch. So it's like two hours. It's like yeah. a two hour movie, if, yeah, honestly. And it's really fucking good. I was really impressed by it. Like, yeah, I, I watched that, and then the last one that I saw that I really fucking liked was a movie called uh, Moments Like This Never Last, and it's a documentary about this artist from uh, uh, New York named Dash Snow. Like, uh, back in the day, there was this, he's, like, infamous graffiti artist who turned, like, fine artist, and, like, I know him because he was kind of in that, like, early Supreme era, like, uh-huh. he was, like, artist, did a lot of collaborations with them, but he died tragically, and uh, I don't know, like, I'm always fascinated by guys that are, like, super talented artists but they have so many demons like as most people are you know mm-hmm. like fascinated by shit like that so like it's just about him and like doing drugs like and how bad how how much of a drug addict he was and, so he overdosed i know it's cool yeah he overdosed oh, okay hey did you ever finish yeah. watching uh the comedy store documentary yeah i fucking yeah. loved it this is like one of the greatest things i've seen all year like if that i wish it was like just a standalone movie because i feel like that would win like the best documentary but yeah jesus christ that's one of the best things i've seen Oh, that reminds me. One of the uh, other best things that I definitely recommend to you, because I, I, you have HBO Max, right? Uh-huh. Is Colin Quinn's and Friends. I don't know if you saw that, but Colin Quinn and Friends, is it's about Colin Quinn uh, directed this, this show with like 10 comedians, and it basically shows you, because it was like at the tip of COVID, not the tip, but like when, when drive-in shows started getting really big, and it breaks down. Like they break down on like a very, uh, very uh, simple level, like how comedians deal with all that shit, like how they're taking in working like drive-in shows. Oh, okay. And so this is like one of the first shows of the of that era uh, or uh, of that era of like of the time. Yeah. It was early in COVID, so like it breaks down, and these are like they got like seasoned vets with like young young uh, up and coming guys that I really like, and so yeah, it was like very fascinating to watch them and like. Colin Quinn tells you like, yeah, I have no fucking idea if I'm getting laughs or anything like, you know, cause you're just, oh, you're, yeah, yeah. you're doing comedy for people in cars and they break it down on a science with like, yeah, we fucking bombed or this is why I bombed or, you know, this is what I hate going up. Like it's good. It's like very good. I fucking recommend it. But the comedy store documentary is like a hundred and thousand, a hundred thousand times better. Like it, it's one of the greatest things I've ever seen about comedy. Like yeah, it's really it good, fucking man. Blew, 
it it blew my mind. It made me, it makes me want to do comedy, like to try it. Uh-huh. But man, there's so many like just the fact that they spent like 15 minutes on Brian Holtzman, who was like a comedy store fucking legend, yeah. like and people who are like comedy nerds who know who this guy is because he's always had the same fucking spot at the comedy store, the fucking midnight to like one o'clock fucking spot, like, and all he does, he's like. He's so notorious. Like this guy, I I know who he is, and like I've heard stories about how fucking gnarly this guy is. And he's been the same guy for thirty years, but nobody, like the mass general public, no has no idea about this fucking yeah. guy. And comedians love him because it's like it's that it's always that it's like that horrible thing about comedy. It's like you always want to make the audience laugh, not the com- not the comedians, because <laughs> then you're just like playing for comedians. And it's like, yeah, man, that was that's one of the one of the greatest documentaries I've seen in a long fucking time. It was yeah. so fucking good. I would definitely say that's yeah my favorite documentary for sure this year. But yeah, I definitely recommend yeah. that too. It's because even if you don't know too much about comedy, it's still so interesting, you know, just like that. It is, man. It's so good. Takes it that I had no idea that they fucking. I knew Paul Rodriguez was like a, a flash in the pan, like he was fucking huge, you know, like Freddie Prince huge. Uh-huh. But like to know that like Mitzi fucking loved Paul Rodriguez and like was yeah. has been looking for another Paul Rodriguez, Paul Rodriguez ever since. Uh-huh. That and it's like that's why they loved Mencia so much is because yeah. she thought he was gonna be the next fucking Paul Rodriguez, and it's like yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, it was cool to know like. I already knew about all the Joe Rogan and, and Carlos Mencia shit, but it's cool like to see them talk about it now. You know what I mean? And see him yeah. still get emotional and how, how much it affected him, Joe Rogan. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's cool, and it's it. My I think my favorite my the my favorite part of the whole thing was the Michael Keaton. Oh yeah, he, my, yeah, dude. I I laughed so fucking hard at his joke when they showed him. Like, dude, to know how cerebral as a fucking comic is he was like. That bit that they show, I don't know if you've seen the bit where he's like reading the bubblegum wrapper. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's he's like, good. Hey, bubblegum Joe. And he's like going through it. And yeah. then all of a sudden it gets into like this gnarly, like ph- philosophical debate yeah, about your fucking funny. life. And you're just like, dude, that's so fucking heady. It's like to be doing <laughs> that in the 80s. Like, that's so like left of what was going on while Mike and Ke- Michael Keaton was a fucking comic. Yeah. Like, he's so talented. Like, like a lot of people don't know that he was a comic before, you know? Like, cause he's, he blew up in movies as an actor, you know? Yeah. It's so wild to me to know that, like, fuck, he could have been a legend, bro. Like, <laughs> as a comedian, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, I you always hear that thing, like, uh, Jay Leno's always said, who's not the greatest comedian, but Jay Leno's always said, like, what makes you different from all the other comedians that you came up with? Like, why are, like, tell me why you're so successful. And, like, his simple thing is, like, I just keep doing it. Like, all my other friends are, like, done. Uh-huh. The only reason I'm good is because I'm still here, you know? Like, I fucking do that shit every fucking day. And it makes sense from a comedian standpoint, like when you you understand it from what he's saying, but it's like it's it's so gnarly to think like that. Like you're like one in a million as a comedian, you know what I mean? Like to uh-huh. be that fucking famous to get the fucking Tonight Show, but still, like you do get it. Like a lot of comedians, they just are like over it. You're in the game for twenty years and nothing ever happens, you know? Yeah, or either that, or they follow like the whole like they want to go on that sitcom TV show. Oh, that's like, like route, so you know? that's like yeah. so passe. That's so it's, back in the day. But yeah, yeah. then sometimes I, people I get caught mean. up like, in that. And then back they... in the early 2000s, it was like, uh, get it, be a comedian, get it, get your own show. Like everybody loves Raymond. And then from there, cross into like movies. And yeah, yeah. that's like so that's so that's so far gone. Like Internet has made everything so fucking the playing field so fucking level. You know, because everything is a fucking niche now. Like, you can listen to, like, the Best Friends podcast with Andrew Santino and Bobby Lee. Or you can listen to the fucking 
his fucking Bobby Lee's own podcast. Like it's so uh-huh. splintered. You know what I mean? You can find whatever you fucking want. I don't know. That's fucking wild. But yeah, yeah that comedy store documentary is like, uh, it's fucking so good. So I, I know I didn't see anything this, this week. I, I got, I got my PlayStation and Xbox. So like whatever, oh, that's what, whatever right. little time I had, I, I just, I, I was messing with the settings or playing, you know, playing a game or something. Yeah. 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 So what games cool. are you playing? I got the Miles Morales. That's pretty badass. Oh my god, I want to get. I want that. I like. That's why I would buy a PS Five. It's just for that fucking game. It looks so cool. Yeah, it's really good. And then um, I've been playing Watch Dogs. That one's pretty good too. Uh, I'm like whatever about and that. And then uh, I got Call of Duty. Which one? The new one. They have the, a new one. Yeah, the newest one. It's like in the '80s. It's based in the '80s. It's like the Reagan era. It's like it's called Cold War. So you're out there doing like all this crazy shit like in the '80s, and they have all these references. Because they have Call of Duty World War Two. Yeah, that was a few years ago. Oh, it was. Yeah, and then like last year was like Modern Warfare. Like they redid it, they re they remade it, and then yeah. now they're doing Cold War, Black Ops Cold War. It's called. It's it's like last year's was like a uh, a really good episode of Twenty Four. That's what the campaign was. That's <laughs> it was uh-huh. like super good. This year is like a Michael Bay action war. It's like cheesy, you know, like Reagan's walking around in it, making orders. And which which one do you like more, PS Five right now? No, I like. See, like, it, it, the Xbox is, like, I feel is more next-gen as far as, like, the menus are, like, quicker. And then, like, you could go in and out of games. Like, really, I, I could be yeah. playing Tony Hawk. I could go my, to the menu and then go into Watch Dogs, and it's, like, super fast. Yeah. And then just continues where you were at Watch Dogs. And then I could stop and then go back to Tony Hawk, and it's, like, really, really fast. Like, yeah. PS5 doesn't have that, uh, like, that, you know, like, the, the quick resume it's called. But yeah. the PS5 has that cool controller. It's got like the the triggers that are like you know like responsive it's to so you. It's so slim. Like, I like it, baby. Yeah, it's cool. But um, yeah. I mean, they're equal to me right now. Like, there's not not one that's like better than the other. Yeah. When does Halo come out? No one. Nobody knows. That's like a. Uh. <laughs> that's a dude. They're gonna have to make a documentary about that game, like that whole process of making that game, because. Yeah, they released that that video like the like the reveal trailer, and everybody just clowned on it. So then they just kind of like they stopped production. They just said like, "Okay, we're not releasing anymore." And then now they like fired a bunch of people, and then they hired the yeah. people that originally made the first Halo to come back. Bungie, but not but there was a couple guys like because like Bungie's making Destiny now, so yeah. they they hired some guys that worked on the the first first Halo, and then they're just like touching up the story. They're doing like different. They're trying to fix it as much as they can. Because like uh, there's like that's all not this, a good thing. That's no, no, not good. it's not. And then there's all this drama too about like, like they have these two these two girls are running it, the three four three studios that make Halo, and yeah. uh, at the same time as they're making a Halo uh, TV show for Showtime, and they want to be there. The whole rumor is like they want to be involved in that in that production, like in making TV and producing, and they're kind of leaving the games behind, and they're the ones that are in charge of the game. But they're trying to like butt into like the the studio production of the TV show, and like they're they're contracting out work instead of having it in house, so like a lot of stuff is just like not not mixing well. Fuck. Yeah, but Microsoft. That's like if, if Halo fails, Microsoft is is you know is not going to be good. So they're going to put a lot of money into it. So I, I think yeah, whenever yeah, it comes yeah. out, it's going to be good. You know, it has to be. Oh, it's, it scared me. I'm not. I don't know about all this stuff, dude. That's so fucking <laughs> wild to me. My friend was telling me today because I asked him. He's like a big gamer. I was asking him, did you buy any of the system? He's like, ah, I'm waiting. Like I'm not really impressed with these systems. And then he said something about Bethesda. Yeah. Is that the people that make Fallout or something? Yeah, Microsoft bought them. Like they did like a drop, yeah. They did like a drop the mic me. move. 
and bought them. And I don't know what that means. <laughs> so pretty much like they like they bought like all like let's say Doom and like all these crazy big games and they bought the the developer. Like the parent company of them like sold it to Microsoft. So now like all those games that oh, everybody loves. We got loves, a trade, baby. We got a trade. All right, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> all those games that people love are going to either be like only for Microsoft or like a time exclusive or like work better on the Xbox system, you know? So it's like yeah. a really big deal because everybody loves like Skyrim, Elder Scrolls, and yeah, all that. Yeah, that's what he, he, that's my friend. He was like, Elder Scrolls, Fallout. That's what he was telling me. And I was like, I have, you're like talking, you're talking a foreign language to me, brother. I was just asking <laughs> if you bought an Xbox or a PS5. Like, <laughs> No, you, you asked me about Bethesda right now. <laughs> no, no, I'm telling, but not you. I'm telling my oh, buddy. Your like, buddy, yeah. I was telling my buddy this, like, because then he told me about. I was like, "Did you buy one?" He was like, "Nah, I'm not really impressed with these systems." Like, and then he started going into like Bethesda oh, bot, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm just like, like it was like fucking peanuts, like wah 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 wah. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, okay, man." Like, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, I know about pretty, all this stuff. You know, they're pretty impressive though. The systems, like the graphic, like. Like watched like Spider Man looks insane, dude. Well, dude. he wants to buy an Xbox. He's like he's like whatever about the PS Five. Yeah, yeah. That's what he said. Yeah, they're cool. And then like a lot of the stuff now is like not even taking full advantage of it because developers haven't had time to like develop yeah, for yeah, all yeah, the yeah, systems. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, all right. Uh, I guess let's get into let's get into the theming of this episode. Right. <laughs> and so Ruben wanted to do something a little bit different with most of our themes episode. You guys know that we kind of do like a, a countdown or a, our top of something. And so I think for the Halloween, we did like top horror movies, top yeah. five. And so Ruben wanted to do top Thanksgiving movies for this episode yes. before we get into the movie stuff. The movie theater stuff. Uh, so yeah, Ruben threw me a fucking curveball and was like, "Hey, name your top fucking three Thanksgiving movies." And I like panicked because only one came straight to mind, and I was like, "What the hell? What do you mean? There's no such thing as a Thanksgiving Thanksgiving was it, movie." Was that that one movie, Miss Doubtfire? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I saw that. I saw it. And then so and then so uh, I did some research. You know, Mitch went into the went into hacker mode, like you know. <laughs> I went into hacker mode and I said enhance, enhance, enhance a couple times, and your boy <laughs> thought up a great list, dude. And I'm pretty fucking, I'm pretty excited about my list, dude. All right, go ahead. We got our top threes. Okay, do you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? Uh, you could do your your number three, and then I'll go my number three. We'll go, we'll go okay, back and forth. Okay, my number three is Prisoners. So oh, I don't know okay, if you've ever seen Prisoners. yeah, no, I have not seen it. I want to. Prisoners is the Denis Villeneuve movie. Uh, it's the movie that like got me hooked on this motherfucker. And if you've seen it, it's essentially uh, a movie about uh, two kids getting kidnapped after Thanksgiving dinner. Like they have dinner that the movie is starts at Thanksgiving dinner. The two little girls leave because they're like, oh, everybody's full. And the two little girls are like, we're going to go play outside. They disappear. And then the whole movie is about uh, the dad trying to find or trying to get vengeance and trying to find his daughter and he kidnaps who he thinks is a killer, tortures him. And then you have Jake Gyllenhaal, who is the FBI agent who's trying to find the killer. And it's a cat and mouse game between Jake Gyllenhaal and Hugh Jackman and also Jake Gyllenhaal and trying to find the killer. And it's a great fucking movie. I think it's like two hours and a half. Last time I watched it was a couple of weeks ago because you guys hadn't seen it and Ralph had yeah. barely watched it and he was like loved it. And I was like, fuck, I haven't watched this movie in a while. So I fucking put that bad boy on and. 
still like the first time I saw it. It's so fucking good. Right, Reminds so me a lot of the vanishing in tone. If you guys have ever seen that, it's on but my yeah. list. What's that? I say it's on my list now. I'll watch it. For my, for my I, I, I still can't believe you've never seen it. It's like the reason I got into uh, Denny because then that same year he he released Enemy. So I uh-huh. saw Prisoners and I was like, dude, this guy's like the he's like the truth. And then I fucking went to go see Enemy and I was like, oh my god, I gotta see everything <laughs> I've ever seen from this guy. And then I went back and watched his first two movies. And then ever since then I'm like hooked. Like whatever he makes, I I gotta watch. All right, okay, so now there was dead air, a lot of dead air. <laughs> oh, because you you broke up. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Like you were talking and then it just like stopped. Oh shit! All right. that, I don't know. That, my Wi-Fi is fucked up today. I know it's that, that quarantine mishaps. That vibes, bro. Yeah. Okay. So my number three is You've Got Mail. For me, that's, that's a trash. It's dude. not, dude. I hate that fucking movie. It's like the best like romantic comedy movie ever, dude. And the fact that it takes place in during Thanksgiving is just mm, Chef's kiss. Cut the better. fucking cut the podcast, dude. I'm so angry right now that you would ever say that, dude. Get the shit out of here. Why? Dude. Flip my fucking bed, best rom com. Dude, what the hell is wrong with you, dude? The best crime Ross Cup the best I can't, I'm having a fucking stroke right now. I can't even talk about oh <laughs> The best rom com is when Harry met Sally. What is fucking oh, wrong no, with dude. you? You got mail. Come on, dude. That's second that's second rate sleepless in Seattle. Literally. That is second no. rate sleepless in Seattle. You've got mail is better, dude. It's got that technology. I, I never dude. understood get why she time. gets with him. She finds out he's the big, the big, the big store, whatever. Like the fucking, he's the Barnes and Noble. Yeah, dude, he's he's she a, still gets with him. Yeah, he's a slinging dick, dude. He's got that money, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's real life, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, dude. Uh, you could go for your number uh, two. Okay, number two on my list: Thanksgiving movies. My favorite Thanksgiving movies of all time. Number two on Mitchell's list is Son-in-Law with the great <laughs> Polly Shore. Yeah, that's a classic, dude. That's good. That's where we get the... Mu- no, is that... Oh, you're harsh in my mellow. That's where you get harsh in my mellow because yeah. he tells the yeah he tells the fucking uh, the the little brother. But that's one of that's my favorite. Uh, the premise of that movie, if you've never seen it, classic Polly Shore. This is when Polly Shore was at the top of his fucking game with the young Carla Gugino. Ah, she was so hot, dude. Even back then. <laughs> Still hot to this day. But uh yeah, it's about uh he plays an RA who's like a fucking uh, he's a lifer at like community college, or I don't even know if it's community college or like regular college, but he's been at the college for like eight years and he has he's gonna be in the college uh in his dorm on Thanksgiving and then this girl like invites him and then she like gets proposed to by her old high school boyfriend and she tells Polly to play my current boyfriend so she can kind of get away from that guy and hilarity ensues <laughs> like all Polly like, Shore movies it's like such our generation like uh Polly Shore is like such a our generation thing and so I have such nostalgia for that guy and that's one of my favorite Polly Shore movies it's that and Encino Man like they're like the best the two best for me um he's got other classics but those two are like the two in the army now underrated jury like duty those two, jury duty <laughs> those two are uh my favorites and son-in-law yeah it's a thanksgiving movie so that's my second one all right my second one is um adam's family values that's a classic dude that is a classic one it just is. just for the fucking the pilgrim the, yeah. just the thanksgiving dinner scene like when they reenact it that's like one of the greatest things of all time yeah, dude, that's a that's a, such a good movie. That might be my favorite. Adam's that? Is that is that Barry Sonnenfeld or Barry Levinson? Uh, Barry Sonnenfeld. Oh, okay, it's classic. That's the yeah. one where like nobody thought that movie was gonna fucking work. Like they gave that movie so fucking much money, 
and uh, everybody thought I was gonna fucking fail ridiculously, and it did so fucking well that they made the second one. And yeah. like, if you watch Adam's Family Values, is that the first one? That's the second one. What's the first one? I think it's just Adam's Family. If you watch it, dude, whoever shot it, I don't know who fucking shot it, but that is one of the crispest movies I've ever seen in my fucking life, <laughs> dude. Like, it's shot so fucking well. It's beautifully shot. Yeah, and it was made. It, it was made in 1993. That's like. You know, like all that old equipment back in the day, like it still looks so good. Those are they're shooting on Aries, but like if you watch the transfers that they have now, that fucking they look so good. Like I'm very impressed by that movie, the way that whoever shot it, I fucking love it. Okay, go. What's your number one? Number one was when you gave me this assignment. Uh, I freaked out because the only one that came to mind was my favorite Thanksgiving movie of all time. I literally watch it probably every Thanksgiving. Uh, as you know, I'm one of the biggest Steve Martin fans in the fucking world. So number one is planes, trains, and automobiles. I fucking love that movie. I'll never forget the first time I saw that movie and he cusses. I'd never like seen Steve Martin cuss like the way he <laughs> yeah. does in that scene where he's like, I'm tired of your fucking face. Give me a fucking rental car right fucking now or I'm going to fuck it. And he goes on like this whole diatribe about with the word fuck. And, uh, yeah, that's one of the greatest. And John Candy, the God dude. Oh mm. my God. I've never seen it. I, I've always, I've only seen parts of it, but I've never seen like the whole movie. You've seen Due Date, right? We saw. We like went to go see it. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally, that's like the same movie. Trains and automobiles. It's just like the same fucking movie. That's it's funny. just better because it's Steve Martin and John Candy. Yeah, yeah. But that's it. It's like about an annoying guy that like he has to get from one side of the country to the other. And in Due Date, it's about the wife being pregnant. But in Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, it's about getting home for Thanksgiving dinner. Okay, I gotta put that on my list too. Then I'm gonna watch that this year. And it's like literally, you know, like literally shot. Like it's, it's the same movie. Like you know when they do like drugs or like he wakes up from oh, a yeah, bad yeah. dream and he sees like Zach Galifianakis with like a bear. Yeah, yeah. And planes, trains, and automobiles. The same thing happens. Only John Candy's like the fucking devil. It's like a super famous <laughs> scene. But like, yeah, it's like it's the same fucking movie. But planes, trains, and automobiles is Chef's kiss. Good. That's the first time uh, I had ever seen Steve Martin be like super raunchy because there's a scene where he's trying to get he's like he can't get the flight he can't get a car and then he goes to this rental car and it's like the the chick from ferris bueller he's a cool dude oh yeah yeah the secretary yeah she plays a a rental car assistant and she's like super perky and he's like so over it and he just keeps saying the f word like every 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 second it's really good but yeah, right. that's my favorite movie all right my number one i'm gonna have to bring it down gotta bring it down make it a serious very good movie though. It's called Krisha, and uh, it's tra- that's not even serious. That's like a thriller, dude. <laughs> dude, that's your body thinks it's like a thriller because it's crazy, man. Um, it's pretty much that, about this I seen mom. I that movie once, and that movie's so intense. I could, I, I think I've only rewatched it once. Oh, I, I just said I seen it once. I think I've only rewatched it once since the first time I seen it, and I don't know if I don't know if I'll ever see it again. Yeah, it's intense. So it's pretty much about this mom that kind of like. She's an alcoholic, and then she kind of like loses and her a drug s- addict and a drug addict, and she loses her son to her family, and they pretty much take him in, and uh, they invite her to Thanksgiving dinner, you know, and the son doesn't son feels totally uncomfortable. Many, about many, it. many years later, yeah. So she claims to be like, you know, oh, I'm clean and all that stuff. So she she comes to Thanksgiving dinner and it's supposed to like reconcile with her son and family. And it gets intense because like the way he films the movie is like as she starts to spiral out of control, like. Like the tension is just like building and building and building and building. It's like who directed dude, again? Uh, Trey Edward Schultz. So Trey Edward Schultz. That's the first movie. Uh, is that the first movie I ever seen by Trey Edward Schultz? 
it's definitely one of his. Have you seen that 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 one movie with the the son and father? Yeah, Waves. No, 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 no. It's his very first movie. It's like what happened to the Robinsons or. Or it's no, see, I seen Kresha. See, I'm just trying to figure out the timeline because Tradewear Schultz is like one of our favorites. Yeah, he's currently. like one like of the best one, that we watch everything he makes. It comes at um, night. It's made, like an amazing it comes at movie. Night and waves. But I'm trying to think if I saw it comes. At, no, I saw Kresha first because I told you about it comes at night. And then you I, you saw it comes at night and backtracked to Kresha. Uh-huh. And so, yeah, that's when I seen Kresha. So I that's the one I got introduced to. I. I don't even know how I found Trey Edward Schultz, but yeah, I don't think I've seen his first one. Dude, it's it's crazy. It's creepy. It's like it's it's uh it's about this family and pretty much the son. It's fucking his dad, like behind the scenes, and he's like, is that the short though? The yeah, black, it's, it's like a half. The... It's like a half hour. Oh, I seen the short. You did? Yeah, oh, okay. Seen the short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's like his first major thing that he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I seen that. Um, Dude, and then Krisha was only Krisha was the first movie I found out. Like that's the one that like. Got on my radar to, f- to like follow everything else. It's like with Vien- Vien- Denis Villeneuve, it was like Prisoners was like intro. That was like my gateway drug. Uh-huh. So the same thing, I think, with Trey Edward Schultz was Kresha. Yeah, dude, that movie was only made for $30,000, which is insane. Because it's an oscilloscope movie. And anything oscilloscope puts out, I fucking watch just because I fucking love that fucking distribution company but yeah yeah so that's a i recommend that it's very very good it's not like a feel-good movie side i got the side blu-ray <laughs> it's not a feel-good movie but it's, it's definitely a very good like re- like really well-made movie but that is a mad intense thanksgiving movie uh it's like so eerie oh, it, it makes you feel like mad and comfortable yeah. because shit just gets get heightened and heightened heightened and then uh yeah it's like why is this lady even at this fucking house she's like doing drugs in the fucking bathroom and it's like uh it's, it's like like movie. the need for her to be a mother draws her there, you know what I mean? So it's like so crazy. And so good. Everybody in that movie is his actual family. That's crazy, man. Yeah. Everybody acts really well in it. Like everybody does a really good job. It's not even about the acting, it's about the direction because the direction just makes you fucking feel like uh it makes you fucking feel nasty. Mhm. Um uh, but yeah, that's that's those are our Thanksgiving movies. <laughs> oh, I wish we had I, I wasn't I didn't want the gobble. I wish there was like some music. But anyways, <laughs> uh so let's get into what thanksgiving was like at the movie theaters so ruben uh remembers way more vividly because he sent me a fucking list like of every hour (laughs) he remembers at the movie theater of our first uh thanksgiving there but generally let me start by saying we had to work thanksgiving like our first uh our first year there because we were all low on the totem pole and nobody liked working Thanksgiving because essentially Thanksgiving is mad crowded in the morning because all the families, all the wives kick their husbands and tell them to take their kids to the movie theater in the morning. So like there's, they always like, it's always super packed, but then by four o'clock, you know, everybody's having Thanksgiving dinner and it just, it dies. Like basically from think from four o'clock to close, it's like empty. Like it's good. It's the empty. Yeah, and we didn't know that. I didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah, like we I, didn't know I, that at the time. Yeah. Like, I remember, like, getting scheduled and being all bummed out. Like, just being like, oh, man, like, I don't want to, you know, because I'm going to have to miss, like, Thanksgiving with my family and stuff. And I thought I was going to, like, show up and it was going to just be, like, tons of people. Because Christmas was, like, known to be really, really bad. Like, Christmas is, like, such a different, you know, holiday. Everybody's at the movie theater on Christmas. So I remember showing up and it was, like, nobody was in the parking lot and it was just, like, dead. I was like, what the heck? And I walked in and I was like, oh, this is weird. I yeah. totally expected like a sea of people in the lobby. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just one of those holidays. <laughs> we did. We had no idea what to expect. 
Um, like Ruben said, it's not like Christmas. Christmas Christmas is bad. That's the one holiday at the movie theater. I never I never like regretted working any holidays because it was cool, like no matter what. It's just that Christmas was like bad. Like when I say it was wall to wall people, it was wall to wall people. Like everybody and their fucking mother goes <laughs> on Christmas Day it goes to the movies because it's like the only thing that's open. And uh yeah, Thanksgiving was a little bit of a different animal. I remember going Thanksgiving and being there. And I don't know if I worked an eight-hour shift or did everybody work four hours. We had a four-hour shift. Everybody did four hours. But I remember doing it late then. I had to yeah, do it no, late. Yeah, no, we closed. Because... Yeah, we, we closed that night. Oh. And we had to close because we were that was our first year. Like, we were brand new. So they, they made all, like, the new people close. So which is another thing is, like, I remember showing up and, like, I didn't know. I've, I don't know, like, why, but, like, I didn't know who was going to be there. And I just remember showing up and being like, oh, shit, like, every, like, like all my friends are here, you know. Like I didn't know it was gonna be like, like ju- it was like just us, the people that we hung out with, you know, and we were like got hired with. Because I remember specifically, both Chris's were there. Yeah, you were there. Uh, I don't think Calvin was there. I don't think Justin was no. there. But I just remember both Chris's being there. But I remember Chris, uh, Buff Chris left, and it ended up just being Tall Chris with us, like towards the end of the night, because obviously, you know, we fucking ended up in the parking garage, but. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I all I remember is that. Do you remember what came out that first year we were there? Like what came out in the movie theater? It wasn't Spider Man, was it? I don't know. I don't remember what it was. But it wasn't but Thanksgiving like, holiday. It, it, whatever it came out that like it fizzled down already, you know. And like I think like the Christmas sh- stuff was about to come out, so like every it was just kind of like one of those lows where like everybody saw like the. The Thanksgiving holiday stuff early, like early November, and then like everybody was kind of waiting for the the, the December stuff to come out. And I remember it. Uh, it was supposed to be like a potluck. People were supposed to bring shit, and I think people brought stuff early in the morning. Yeah. But when we got there, there was nothing there. Yeah. And then the homie brought pies, and that's all I remember. But nobody was there to eat them, so he just had like two fucking pies just chilling. <laughs> yeah. So then, so, um, yeah. But- so then, like we we like I remember getting there and then just being like, all right, well today's gonna be easy, you know, like. We'll just kind of like wing it, whatever. And like, I remember we got our, our schedule. See, I don't remember that. I remember being there and it being like mad crowded. I remember it being there mad crowded for a couple of showings. But then like the older guys that had already been there being like, oh, don't even trip. Like it's going to die. Uh huh. And then a couple of showings happened. And then all of a sudden it's like, you're in no man's land. Like there's nobody at the fucking theater. That's crazy. I remember being in dark and nobody be- being there. Yeah. I, I don't know. I remember just being dead like the whole time. But like, and I remember, yeah. And I remember like, um, yeah, like it was because we were there and like, there was only a few more movies like playing or whatever. So we just like we got through all that stuff, you know, like it wasn't even bad. And then I remember like it was like closing time. And then um, I remember like we just started doing like all of our closing duties. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, can you explain the closing duties really quick? I got to go do something. Yeah. I think, so I think the closing duties for what I remember, uh, a lot of the closing duty cl- closing duties where essentially you clean the last showing of every theater um, and then you would go concession and you would have to concession people are breaking down everything in the front. So they're breaking down all the soda machines. They're counting all the stock that they sold. And as an usher, you're just there for the dirty work. So you're there just there like packing up like bags, like literally like garbage bags full of popcorn because, you know, people are just constantly making it. We don't stop making it until the last showing. And so... Yeah, you're just packing up like four or five bags from each concession stand of just like random popcorn. After that, 
you pick up all the maps and then you would mop everything. You just mop every every nook and cranny. Um, and then after that, you take all the trash out, throw it all out in compactor, and then you just go clean the last showing of every theater. And then you just keep doing that repeat, repeat. Like you would clean every, th every theater and then just throw out the trash. And that's all I remember from – I think that's all I remember from closing duties. I remember being closing duties like at concession. You had to like break down the soda machines and stuff like that. But, that, but as an usher – I think it was just, uh, yeah, I think it was just fucking like literally the popcorn machines mopping the, the concession stands and yeah, throwing out the trash. I think that's, I don't, I think that's all you did as a, as an usher for closing duties. Yeah. Am that, I wrong? No, I think that's right from what I, from the last part of that I, I caught from it. But yeah, like, yeah, that was like the trash, like everybody, like that's like where you ended up your night at the trash. That's it, right. You were just doing like the big trash. Cause like we didn't have to change syrups or anything. That was just like you did that constantly during the day. Yeah, and that like, was more concession. You know, they took care of all that stuff. Yeah, cause like there was a crew that came in after us that cleaned the whole theater top to bottom. Yeah, like the the janitors came in after us. It wasn't even the janitor. It was like it was its own crew that used to come from like fucking two in the morning to five. Like and they just cleaned the whole theaters, like vacuum the carpets, everything. Mm -hmm. But all we were in charge of was basically. Clearing the popcorn machine, throwing out all the trash from the front, the concession, and then mopping everything down. That's it, right? Yeah, remember people used to take home like the pop the leftover popcorn in the trash bag? Yeah. They throw them in the trash bag. But and I was bring saying, like, that's Yeah, that's all we had, which is like bags of popcorn. That's all I remember from fucking closing. Yeah, okay. So anyway, things. that night, I okay, so we'll get into like the events that happened. So after we got okay. done with our work, right? I remember, like, we, we did our, our closing duties, and then I, I remember bringing my camcorder. I always, I always brought my camcorder around that time just, cause, yes. like, just to, like, film stuff. But anyway, um, one of the first things we did was I remember we, we were throwing all the trash with the compactors, and then we decided to do like, – you got, like – you were, like, on a on – a, like, I don't know what was up with you. You were, like, on a sugar yeah, high or something. Yeah, I don't know what I was on. Like, I was on a like, sugar high because this is before Mitch was drinking. Yeah, and were, I do remember. I, I do remember getting on top of the tr the trash compactor and doing stand up with a fucking uh, a broom, like talking like it's my mic and trying to do a stand up routine on the top of the fucking compactor. Yeah, like like we were there for like a long. I do. I mean, I remember like it took us like for like a simple job took us forever because we were just like messing around in the compactor for so long. And yeah, I remember you you got up there and you did like a stand up comedy set, and like I remember like people were walking by. Like the, because like it was like the trash compactor was like right on the street and it was just like a little brick wall that separated it. And I remember people were walking by because everybody was lining up at Best Buy, like right down the, you know, it was right next to the theater and, the, and they were just like lining up for Black Friday. And like, I remember it was funny because people were walking so by. That's, and, yeah, that's the other thing. Like, this is all during Black Friday. So everybody, we were, we we're literally across the street from a Best Buy. And a Best Buy and a Barnes and Noble, and people are like lined up, like at Best Buy, you know, all fucking night. And Ruben was trying to convince me to go interview people at Best Buy because he had his fucking camcorder and he thought he was jackass and he wanted to record everything. Yeah, but before that, like, before that, I, w I have a, I have a little clip of uh, your stand-up comedy, real quick. Do you really? Yeah, it is. How'd you find it? So I was walking down the road the other day, and I saw this pretty lady crossing the road. I was like, hey, this reminds me of the chicken crossing the road. So I went up to the lady, and I uh, asked her what the hell she was uh, doing, you know, crossing the road. And her son, she said, your first question should have been, why are you out of the kitchen? <laughs> Thank you. I'll be here all what night. What a hack. What a hack. Hey, hey. Who said that? What the fuck is that? that? Hey, oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so that's pretty much that was your little stand-up piece of it. <laughs> 
What a hack bit, dude. Oh my god, I'm so disappointed in myself, but I like it. I like it. I like the panache. <laughs> How did you find that clip? I, I remember that's like I uploaded it to my YouTube like a long time ago. Oh, so you have the digital video of that clip? Yeah, I have the video. I posted it on our Instagram. Oh, we're putting it in, baby. We're putting it in, baby. <laughs> that's so fucking hilarious. Yeah, so I was on one. I don't think I was drinking at that time, was no, I? No, no, no. We weren't. No, no. We, we were just like, I think we had a lot of like free slushies that we were getting from the, the concession stand. <laughs> because I, then I remember after that, like, I just was like on one. I was just like trying to like. I was trying to like impress you guys, yeah, not you, impress you, but I was like going for it. So like, I remember like, like you said, there was people, everybody was driving in that fucking Best Buy. And I remember like you running after people with my fucking pants down and my chody showing like, I'm coming, <laughs> yeah. I'm coming, I'm coming after you guys. Yeah. You were like chasing cars. Doing that shit. Yeah. Cause cars are like, they kind of going slow because they were trying to figure out like what, <laughs> what to do, like where to park because the Best Buy was already crowded. And I remember you would just drop your pants and just like run after them as they're driving away. Like and then we were all like, we were just like all egging on. That's so funny. And then at that moment, Ruben wanted to go record people at fucking Best Buy. Like, hey, let's go. Like, let's go record people. Uh, fucking waiting in line, and I was like, nah, dog. I got all shy. Like, nah. yeah, because you, you were you were like, yeah, let's do it. And then like we were finishing some stuff up, and then like, all right, we're gonna talk to them. Be like, why are they out here for Black Friday? Like, what are they gonna buy? And then, like, we were, yeah. like, about to walk. I remember, like, we got out of the compact, and we are going to walk over there, and you're just like, ah, nah, I can't do it. Like, I remember you, like, back up, <laughs> like, right at the last minute. <laughs> what a dumbass. But, yeah, so, like, that's basically all that – That's that goes to show you what kind of fucking time we had <laughs> yeah. while working at the movie theaters on Thanksgiving. Like, we had, we had to try to fill the time. And then I remember – I remember there was a couple of us. I want to say there was more than the other Chris's. I don't know who else was there, but towards the end of the night, it just ended up being me, you, and Chris. And there was like nothing to do. You know, it's like you're kind of like trying to fill your fucking time to yeah. try to, to do something. And I remember like we even like we clocked out because we got done and then we headed to the parking lot structure. But at that time, it was like one in the morning. So like our families were asleep already. And we're just yeah. like, yeah, we're just like, okay, we'll hang out in the parking lot because we had each other. You know what I mean? We're just spending. Like, well, we did that all the time. It was just like yeah. you clock out. But yeah, at that, it was like Thanksgiving. And it's like, well, what do you guys want to do? And then we were just like having fun. And then I remember at the time I had my little fucking, my little pickup that was a fucking uh, manual transmission. And you guys decided to be like, hey, teach me how to fucking drive sticks yeah. for some fucking odd reason. And I'll never forget that. Was it? No, I think it was Chris that I taught how to drive. I don't know if it was you. You, you try you tried both of us. You tried to teach both of us. You tried to teach both of us. Both of you idiots, because it was a little fucking tiny ass truck. Both of you idiots like took turns sitting in the back fucking of the in the bed of the truck. Yeah, because we didn't fit. So like they had to be like whoever was <laughs> it was like you know, I don't know who, who I was teaching, but I kept telling you guys it's gonna buck like a Bronco, like you know, because of the clutch. Like you gotta give it fucking gas. Like this is our like new cars. I had an eighty seven fucking Toyota pickup. <laughs> yeah. Pristine, baby. Yeah. Only had like fucking eighty thousand miles on it when I got it. Okay, so and what happened was because I remember because like like a little bit before that, Ralph showed me how to drive stick at like at my high school. Like he was over and like we were in the parking lot, he was showing me how to drive stick. So that, I learned a little bit yeah. from him, you know. So at that time, like I did okay, and then I remember when when uh, it was Chris's turn, I was in the back of the bed. Yes, I, yeah. so I think you did okay. Like uh-huh. you did definitely buck, but it wasn't bad. Yeah. But then I remember Chris driving, and I tried to teach him, and we were like fucking like a Bronco, do like back and forth, back and forth, back and <laughs> yeah. forth, and I, I was like dying laughing, and then somehow 
we fucking uh chris like has been walking all day with all, he's been walking around with these fucking two pies that he has left over <laughs> that he like can't get rid of and so and they're like they're like, like a Cos- pie they were costco size pies too i remember he's like oh, i went to costco and bought these pies because he thought he was gonna have to feed like 40 <laughs> because of like i something. said we all thought it was supposed to he thought it was supposed to be a potluck but when we showed up like nobody brought anything we're all like fucking high school kids you're not bringing shit yeah <laughs> And then I remember specifically he had one uh, pecan, pecan pie, and, and I don't know what other pie he had, pie. but you guys decided to do a fucking uh, pie eating contest, like, oh, we can eat the fucking fastest pie. Yeah. And I remember picking the the, the pumpkin pie because that pecan pie is super sweet, and I knew, like, yeah, once you get into it, like, you're not going to get, like, locked jaw, dude. It's so, so sweet and sugary, <laughs> dude. So, so I remember getting the pumpkin pie, and, like, I remember, dude, like, we, like, they're a huge pie. We had to hold it with like two hands, you know, just to get the whole pie. And then we went for it, and like we were just eating it. And I remember you were like dying laughing. I, I dude, I I know I have that recorded somewhere, but like, and like we ate. I I want to say we ate like the majority of the pies, and then we went. To, I know Chris. I know Chris went for it. Like he fucking yeah. went for it, because Chris was like that. But man, like I just remember, I remember vividly all this happening and looking back on it now. It's like, man, that was such a fun fucking time. And, like, we had so much fucking time to kill. Like, that goes to show you how easy of a job we had. Like, yeah, I remember that di- that day being fucking dead because I was telling Ruben before we got on the pod, like, I, I was I'm getting I'm getting uh different Thanksgivings confused because after that Thanksgiving, that first Thanksgiving we had where I taught them how to drive, we had a fucking uh, pie eating contest. I was like, I knew how dead it would be to close on Thanksgiving that I I would always request to work on Thanksgiving every time since then. Mm -hmm. And I remember like just being by myself and just like closing. And I remember putting up the fucking marquee, like putting up the, the, the letters on the marquee for the next showing on Friday and like looking across the street and there's people lined up, but being by myself because nobody else wanted to fucking work Thanksgiving (laughs) night, but it was always dead. Like it was always fucking dead that those nights, yeah, it's just so gnarly, so gnarly to look back and like to know we had that much leeway. Like that's what that's a very fond memory I have of like why I loved working at the fucking movie theaters is because yeah. like, we got away with so much shit. We had so much fucking fun like on Thanksgiving night, you know. Yeah, and I remember like I don't know like for some reason I remember like hanging on the side of your truck while you were going down. Yes. while you were going down yes. the roads of the of the parking structure. That's what I'm trying to say. Like I remember I was trying to teach each of you how to drive fucking stick and like. I remember Chris like bucking like a fucking Bronco, like stalled out in my fucking truck, like, and we yeah. dying fucking laughing, dude. And I remember you were like, "Let me show you how to do it." And I was just like, "All right." And then like you took off, and you were just like kind of like drifting a little bit, like down, <laughs> like down the parking, you know, like down the levels. And like I remember like the security was so, like they they knew us, so they were cool with us, so they let us do whatever. They we didn't wanted. even trip. Yeah, they, we could do whatever we want in there. So they were, we were just like doing like little donuts, and I remember like you were just like drifting down like the aisles of the of the parking structure, <laughs> and I was like hanging on on the side. I miss that fucking truck. My dad still has that truck to this day. He's like, I'm gonna buy a new truck. I'm like, well then, sell me back my old truck, yeah. bro. They <laughs> <laughs> just steal it, dude. I'll help you. <laughs> And then, and then we'll paint so it. Funny. He put like big ass toolboxes and shit on the side, so it's not the same truck anymore. Dude. Uh, we'll take them off, dude. We'll paint it. We'll give it a paint job. We'll put like some decals <laughs> on it. He, he'll never know, dude. He'll never know. Hell yeah, gang shit, bro. <laughs> but yeah, man, I have such fond memories. Like Thanksgiving specifically is a is a, a holiday I remember like having so much fucking fun because there was other holidays where it was really fucking bad. Christmas, like I said, Christmas was fucking bad. 
Christmas was bad all day. There was no stop. It was just like, get me out of here. Because it was one of those things where it was like, it was so bad that the day just like flew by. You would work like eight hours and just be like, I'm gone. Like, yeah. I'm out later. Every man for them fucking selves. <laughs> yeah, those are bad days, dude. And think Christmas is the only day that it would be like that. Every other, every other situation at the movie theater, it was only like an opening night situation. Like, uh, a huge marquee like spider-man or you know what i mean like star like wars marquee yeah. like uh known movies where you knew like you go in and it's like fuck friday night they just added like six showings they're like every 15 minutes they're playing you're just like fuck you know it's gonna be a long night yeah but the other thing about that is like thanksgiving was the one thing where it's like like you said they only they they were cool about scheduling everybody four hours mm-hmm it wasn't like a big movie or like Thanksgiving Day. You were working the whole fucking day. There was no uh, Thanksgiving, Christmas Day. Yeah. You were working the whole fucking day. It was not like four hours. Like, um, but yeah, that's that's what I remember from fucking. Yeah, it was a good time, man. That was fun times. Yeah. It makes me so nostalgic. <laughs> I fucking, yeah, man. I fucking loved working at the fucking movie. We, 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 we should do, man. Like, like this Thanksgiving, we should just go hang out in the parking lot. And then just do donuts and stuff, and then we'll go back and like. I'm so down. Dude, I'm literally you, so down. You want to go to like hang out at the the trash compactor because it's open in the street. I'm just, so down. I'm down. I'm super down. Yeah, I'm down to go have a beer over there. I'm so I'm so down to like like record something or post it on the on the on the, on the IG. Like we're here, uh, yeah. reporting live from where we used to fucking fuck fuck around. Like, all right, dude, we have to do it like, now. We have to do it. I'm down. Nothing right, has like go. changed. We got uh, obviously social distance. Your boy Mitch, yeah, very strict about that. But yeah. <laughs> I put a hole. I'll put a hole in my mask, and then I have the straw coming out, so it could go right into my beard. So I don't have to take my mask off. <laughs> I'm so down. Oh shit! <laughs> All right, well, uh, cool, but man. that sounds like a great fucking yeah. uh, spot to end this episode. Uh, I think we've been going for a while. Honestly, uh, nah, it's not that bad. But uh, when you're having fun and you're talking about shit, uh, it flies by pretty quick. Um, so yeah, guys, I think that's where we're going to end the episode. I hope you guys enjoyed this Thanksgiving special slash episode. Uh, I did. I'm like feeling hella nostalgic after like reliving all these fucking memories. Like <laughs> I really am, man. Fucking Thanksgiving was a great fucking time at the movie theater. Yeah. I'm excited to go watch those movies now. Like all the ones we talked about. I got to see planes, trains and automobiles. I'm excited to see that. Uh, it's, it's classic, bro. It's classic. I'll, I'll probably rewatch it this week. I own it, but I'll probably watch it. Uh, but yeah, guys, uh, like uh, like usual, like, subscribe, comment, whatever. Send me that DMs. You know, your boy's a nasty boy. Send me them nasty DMs, whatever, yeah, whatever. Yeah, Mitchell's thirsty right now. <laughs> he needs to quench his thirst. <laughs> uh, but yeah, love you guys. Uh, thanks for listening to the podcast. Uh, yeah, stay safe out there, guys. Have a good Thanksgiving. Watch the Cowboy game because they're going to win. Hey, whatever, man. Football sucks. Fuck this life. <laughs> Niner fan. I fucking hate my life. All right, guys. See you when I see you. All right, later. Bow. Bow.